0: What's up family? It's your man Gerard Bonner of Bonner 5 Radio And welcome to On Course with Hart Ramsey And we call these sessions Heart to Heart It's your opportunity to hear from the heart of God by way of the man of God And we do that by talking about current events and whatever else Pastor Hart is hanging out with us. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well it feels like it's been a long time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it has.
0: <laughs> it, it has been. I mean, we've been traveling and you've been resting and all those cool things. And so it's always a good thing when our listeners send us feedback. And so I know we're a few weeks removed, but I do think it it's worth having a conversation. And I think it's going to go right into where we currently are. We didn't get a chance to talk about the... Uh, the 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 whole Supreme Court Situation with Brett Kavanaugh
1: It's been and that long? <laughs> it, can you believe
0: it? It's been that long And people were asking about it Because we just can't wait till you guys talk about it And of course a lot has happened Since then Which I think Makes these elections happening uh, This week so important So let's kind of We're going to take that trip Brett Kavanaugh, he's Supreme Court Justice, the second Supreme Court Justice uh, approved since Trump took office, which is pretty significant. I don't remember a president in his first term having this many Supreme Court appointees. What are your thoughts on
1: all this? Well, I think that the church, first of all, um, the evangelical right, the religious right, whatever we want to call them, um, they're working on an agenda, and what they believe is um they don't believe that the president is as important as his appointees. And so many of many of them who I have the the dubious <laughs> <laughs> privilege of knowing well many of them are um are saying that it's it's about the um they started by saying it's about the vice president. We believe Pence is gonna is gonna step in and they say it's about the Supreme Court appointees and they're believing that they can control the Supreme Court for the next couple of decades and so, therefore, control the law of the land. And, and I get, to some degree, I get their fear. Mm-hmm. But fear, regardless of the motive, is still fear. And God moves through our faith, and the devil moves through our fear. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we fear, he will come. And and right now, what they're doing, they're baiting us. They're, they're putting us in a position to have a demonic future because um but people forget Gerard is that the Crusades of, of back in in uh, years ago the Crusades were about religious people in charge who were afraid wow wow and yeah and, and they want to convert instead of um evangelizing the world like the people were sent to do they want to con- convert by the sword all those who did not believe in Jesus Christ and we ter- it, it became a mess I mean and this was happen. it's gonna happen again mm. uh, there's a great um um in in the spiritual realm, and I'm not, I don't want to be deep today for those who are listening and continue to listen to us, but but the heavens are really, really holding its collective breath because of the the approach, the way the way the church has chosen to to displace the authority of God and house it in a corrupt man, a very corrupt and greedy and vile and deceptive man. Mm-hmm. He has many demonic traits, and when, whenever we do that historically, it says that um the church is going to be tainted evangelism will become more difficult because our faith and trust is not in God but in this vile narcissist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so with all that being said um, uh, um God is able to take even this and it in his part and work it for good. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. well said.
0: <laughs> well said. So I'm, I am concerned on a number of levels because, uh, and, and one of them is this. It seems to happen like this always around, you know, whether it's midterm elections or national elections, that, of course, you know, Christians tend to grab whatever their couple of talking points are, which is either abortion or gay rights historically. Um, But now it is, though, and I think the theme or the thread that I've seen with all of it is it seems as though we would rather legislate morality instead of evangelize, which I thought was our primary responsibility. Why has the church moved to this type of Position.
1: Well, Duro, that's a powerful question, and the answer is 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 really theological. Okay. The, the church for years have have abandoned the gospel. Mm-hmm. The, go- the gospel is, and this is a, it's in simplicity under the old covenant we were we were assist the old covenant rather was a system of laws it was legalism everything about it was legalism Mm -hmm. it pointed to Christ it it was it was a picture of the of how Jesus will fulfill all that God demanded on our behalf Mm -hmm. and so the uh, under the old covenant um, God demanded and we were forced to supply under a legalistic mindset and approach under the new covenant um, God supplies his demand through Jesus Christ whatever God demands of us through the uh uh, in the new covenant, he has supplied it through Christ and then we being in Christ we benefit from that. Now that sound that sounds deep, but here's the simplicity. If your mentality is being stuck under a legalism where everything about um your relationship with God is about rule keeping and laws, mm-hmm. then um, when it comes to morality you don't th- you don't think about the Holy Spirit producing fruit in a person's life and our morality being the result of our relationship or our connection to God like John 15 talks about right. um are uh, you abide in me I abide in you you bring forth more fruit I produce the fruit in you right. so they're not thinking like that so what they're thinking is that the, the, the um that Christianity is about renovated uh, morality it's, it's about um God up uh, God uh, pretty much um, bringing his people into this um, new what's, what's the word I'm looking for there's, there's a specific word I'm looking for I want to say correctly that God is it's not about us being saved and receiving from the Holy Spirit and being developed by the Holy Spirit it's about us behaving better and so that's the that's the term I'm looking for: behavior modification. What what we are focusing on is behavior modification, and and so we look at people like even gay uh, people, and we look at people who are, are whatever they're into. That's not. In, in the moral standard of the Bible, and we, we write them off and say they're against God. What about, the, they may not be against God, what about the under attack of the enemy? What about the enemy has them in bondage, and they need to be delivered, and the only thing that could de- deliver them is the gospel.
0: Right. right.
1: The Bible says, for hearing is the righteousness of God revealed. The Bible says the gospel is the power of God unto salvation, unto deliverance. And so what we have done, what the church has done, is that the church is legislating morality because they feel like that's the only way that people will get free is if they just choose to do better newsflash wow. if wow. we could do better we wouldn't need Jesus exactly, exactly. he's the one that gives us a life he's the one that produces the fruit in us and and I know some some everyone that listens to the podcast is, is doesn't agree with what I say and so for those of you who are listening and you're legalistic and, and your whole mentality is is people just gotta do better why don't you do better Mm-hmm. Mm. Because the truth of the matter is a lot of the people, not a lot, 100% of the legalists are hypocrites. Wow. 100% of the people who force morality on people, they themselves violate the same morals. Maybe in different ways, but they violate the same morals they try to impose on people. Y'all caught me in a good day because we haven't done this in a while, so I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. But we have done, matter of fact, even in church, um, be, be, look at the preachers who are, who are behind this whole um, Trump movement. The whole problem with them is, is that they themselves don't understand the gospel that they, call, they, they, they claim they're called to preach. Right. They can't answer 10 questions correctly about the gospel of Jesus Christ. because they're going to mix law and grace every time because that's all they know they don't understand how it works right and so what we're seeing in the political arena is the church imposed trying to impose on the world what we've already imposed on one another a legalistic view of what god is calling us to and it's not about legalism there's nothing about what god requires under the new covenant that has to do with law matter of fact the bible says the Bible says that when we when we walk in love, the love that's produced in our hearts, Romans 5 says by the Holy Spirit, when we walk in love, that is the fulfillment of the whole law. That's what the Bible says. Wow. Don't argue with me, go argue with your grandmother's cousin. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tom- listen, tomorrow listen, tomorrow's election day. And and I'm just praying that we're wise enough. People say, Well, well, Pastor, suppose, suppose we well, you know. I want to vote for on uh, the uh, I want to vote blue but the problem is you know I'm just afraid that that they won't let preachers preachers are supposed to preach and they're gonna force us to do, to do gay marriage let me tell you something first of all your faith has to be in God right even if you vote blue or you vote red whatever you vote your faith has to be in God that's right number two if it is determined that that in the end time um preachers are going to to be forced to do anything and they're going to have to stand in faith no regardless of who's in office we're going to have to be bold and proclaim what we believe in the lord because right now what you're seeing on the national scene is a major violation of of the call of god upon preachers lives they're preachers who are aligning themselves behind this president behind this gop party and they're they're selling their souls they're complicit Absolutely. And the demise of America, and when and if if, there, if a blue wave occurs to happen to happen tomorrow, our uh, pastors who who are quote unquote um, voting blue or more moderate or progressive are going to have to stand up to some issues too. Because mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you right now. Uh, uh, I don't know what they claim that they're going to impose, but can nobody make me per, uh, perform a gay marriage? The devil is a liar. And that's not much love to the people who are in a battle for your identity and, and who identify as gay, lesbian, or whatever. Much I, I love you, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that way. And the bottom line is, you can't make it, you don't want me doing your wedding. The things I would say would, would freak you out.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You got it. I just covered like four different topics from the question you asked.
0: (laughs) But this is this is good, though, because this really gets into this whole midterm election situation that we're facing, because it is very important and it is important that uh, we as the church really do our part in being involved. But here's the question, because there are those. Who sat out the 2016 election saying, hey, you know what? It's not up to us. It's up to God. They'll probably attempt to do the same thing this election. What should the role of the church be during these elections?
1: Well, that's a broad question, but I would say I believe that, number one, we pray for the will of God to be done. Mm -hmm. God is working on a timetable. Yeah. he's not trying to preserve the world system as we know it he's trying to shut it down Wow and so our first role is to pray like Jesus said that kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven that's the first thing the second thing is the church has to be vocal right now the, the, um, the government we have in place look at the hatred Look at look at how the culture of our nation changed in two years. It's amazing. It's amazing. B- because words matter, man. Listen, God created with words. Yes. Yes. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that Jesus, Jesus uh, will destroy them with, with the spirit of the or the breath of his mouth. And he's not talking about bad breath, he's talking about the spirit of his words.
0: Right. right. You got right. it? Right. And, so, and right. so
1: what has to happen is, is that um I believe, I personally believe, and this is just Hart Ramsey. I believe that to begin. Uh, w- the world is never going to get better but to begin to slow the process of us killing each other, we've got to vote this evil out yeah. it's, it's an evil, it's a demonic force that's released upon the earth and, and, I'm, I'm, and then I, I want to add this, don't think that because um, I, I believe, this is what I believe is going to happen I believe that things are going to swing okay. the democrats are going to come in and to be a balance but I believe the balance is, is not going to make things better, I believe that we're going to really see the evil that's in this person sitting in the white house you're gonna really because he has no he has no concept he has no concept of of right and wrong and the church i saw um 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 bobby bowden the ex coach for the uh, the, uh, florida Florida state State. yeah Mm -hmm. he he was he was um introducing trump at a rally just recently within the last couple days and he said trump plus god is a majority there's a wow. billboard that they were, was was um, erected outside of St. Louis, Missouri, where they where they're saying um, a picture of Trump, and it says, "And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us." Wow! So this is this is this is gone past them not challenging the fact that he's never repented of his sins that he, he claims to be a Christian, by 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 um by confession and not by conversion. Um, this is a man that says he's never asked for forgiveness. He's right. never repented because he don't. He's never done anything wrong in his mind, mm-hmm. and they're taking him and saying that he is now the embodiment of, of what God wants to do. That is cult worship. Is idolatry. And the Bible. Listen, I'm gonna tell you what this is. This is demonic. Yeah. Yeah. And what we're seeing, the Bible says, uh, wherever wherever it says strife. There's confusion in every evil work, and this that's what's coming. The, the, the devil has what I, what I call witchcraft control of the United States right now. Wow.
0: So, so now it makes me ask another question, because we've talked about this before, but uh, in light of what you've just said, how then is it that so many, and I mean there's a laundry list of pastors, uh, both black and white, who have thrown their full support behind Donald Trump, not just in the we should pray for our leaders sense, but in the full endorsement sense to the point of, you know, saying some of the really off the wall things that we've heard them say. How can they do that in light of this? Like, w- w- it, are we, OK, let me ask it this way. Is part of the destruction of the world system that you're talking about also including, um, I don't wanna use that word, uh, how about this? Including an uncovering or an unveiling of who's real and who's not in the body of Christ?
1: Yes, um, and, and ev- in every season that we go through, every time the church, the church is constantly, um, the Bible says judgment begins in the house of God, and so the question is when? Well, it started mm-hmm. two thousand years ago. Wow! It started two thousand years ago. Um, the first when 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 Stephen confronted the Sanhedrin. Um, when you move forward, um, in Acts where um where Peter and John have come down to Samaria, Philip has preached, Samaria is saved. Um, people are receiving the Holy Spirit, and Simon the sorcerer. Is trying to buy that power. The Bible says he received the Lord all, as well. Right. But now he's trying to buy the power. Judgment started there where they said, man, may, may your money perish with you. And that same spirit is what we're saying today. A lot of these guys, Gerard, are, who are, are throwing their, their casting their, um, their weight and their vote and their, their influence behind Donald Trump, a lot of these people, the black pastors, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to say there's a mixture of them. Some of them genuinely have, have not discerned him properly and, and others are flat out greedy. Where their whole thing is they think is going to be financially beneficial to them. Then there's uh, uh, with the white brethren. Unfortunately, they are addicted to power. They don't want to lose their position of power because, listen, the bottom line is, um, in America, in 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 any government, the word politics means power. Whoever whoever is in political on uh, control has the power. They make the laws. They make the rules. They govern the land. They eat the fruit of the land. Right. Okay. Another thing too is as the world system on un- um, the world system. Th- let's be clear that in the book of Revelation, when it refers to the world system, it, it's it's referring to a tripartite um, um, spirit, so to speak, that's governing the world. It's social Babylon, it's financial Babylon, and it's, and it's religious Babylon. Mm. And, and this word Babylon is the word confusion So it says the world system is going to become More and more confused, more and more polluted More and more um, humanistic Where God is ruled out and where people Will step in as demigods um, The perfect person People say, well, is Donald Trump the Antichrist? No, he's too dumb to be the Antichrist wow. um, There'll be a deceptive um, or anointing on the Antichrist, but he's going to be intelligent. He's going to he's going to have a way with wars. He's going to have a way of endearing people. Donald Trump has that, but not to the degree that the Bible describes it. So he's not the Antichrist. But what he is, though, um, is an embodiment of the spirit of Antichrist. The Bible says, this, John said in in his epistles, the spirit of Antichrist is in the world even now. And oh, so okay. the spirit of Antichrist is here, and and it, it will it will or uh, possess or obsess or or. Um, take over certain people. I believe what we're seeing uh, in this administration is uh, number one, yes, the exposure of religious Babylon because religious Babylon will not just be uh, people we don't like. A lot of people who we love as as a time unfolds, you're going to see, they're going to submit to this thing. If it means power, if it means money, if it means control, if it means status, if it means fame, Mm. if it means acceptance. Okay, if it means if it means that we get to preach a cultural Jesus, we get to preach a white Jesus, we get to preach a a Christianity becomes now the the, the governing, the governing and dominant religion. Religion was not intended to govern. It was it was was not God never intended us to govern this world. What he intended us to do was to bring it to invite his kingdom here and submit to him while he governs. Wow. While he draw men to himself, while, while he do the things that need to be done, what we're doing is we're trading we're trading our connection to God for the benefits of man and, and it's, it, it never ends well. It never ends well.
0: Stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book titled Seeking Answers,
1: Finding Rest Through Prayer.
0: It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about Him. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Hart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. And now... A word from our sponsor. Have you subscribed to Heart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you get to hear from the heart of God through the man of God, Heart Ramsey. Help. To receive this encouragement on a daily basis, download the NCC Family app available in the app stores for Apple and Google Play. Uh-huh. Once again, to receive Heart Ramsey's Uplift, simply download the free NCC Family app available. In the app stores for iTunes and Google Play. That's it. Uplift your spirit, encourage your heart, and empower your walk. Yo, Subscribe today to Heart Ramsey's Uplift. I
1: know you're gonna dig this.
0: Now let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Heart Ramsey. Wow. So so let me ask this. Uh <laughs> Why is it then? And and okay, so am I am, am I missing a, a new cycle? Am I missing exposure to this or is this seemingly only happening to Christian leaders? I don't see Muslim leaders being invited to meet with trump maybe jewish leaders are and i'm not aware of it um i don't know that hindu or buddhist leader why is it that it seems as though there's a specific focus on getting the buy-in from christian pastors versus muslim leaders and other religions or is it that i'm missing those invites
1: well no what what this what's going on is is that you have to understand if you go back and study the crusades okay i think i think there were so many of them um maybe 9 at least and and the crusades were under the banner of the christian flag um well, to be fair, it wasn't just the Christians, it was the Christians, the Jews, and the Muslims. The three major religions of the world of mo- of the modern world mm-hmm. are trying to dominate the world and make the, the and their way of, of of um of making the whole world their religion is proselytizing by by the sword and what they do is they come and they'll point the, like like back in the Crusades, they'll point the sword at you and say, "Are you a Christian or not?" And here's the options. If you're a Christian, you live. If you're not a Christian, you die. Well, if you want to live, you, people back there were saying, yeah, I'm Christian, never even understanding what the gospel was, never receiving Christ, but they were, by, the, by the edge of the sword, they were saying they were Christians. That's what we're seeing today. And the reason you're not seeing other uh, religious leaders or other um, worldviews religiously being invited to the table is because this is about a Christian crusade. And what makes it dangerous, Gerard, is this is the way you set it up. What, what for, if, if Donald Trump serves out his four years and we continue on the path that we're going, by the end of the four years, if, if, if someone, if a, a Democrat is voted in and, and the people who of, of, of different religions um, stand behind them, if the Democrat has the same mentality of, of pandering to his base like Donald Trump is doing, Mm-hmm. then all these religions who us quote-unquote Christians during our four-year crusade who we've suppressed and oppressed and murdered and uh, and hated wow. what are they going to do to us right, right. and and the, what I, I said this before it's the pendulum it's the pendulum swing it's the backlash that the enemy is going after all this right here is just a setup this is not this is not the tsunami what this is the, what this is is the earthquake this is the little earthquake that creates the tsunami wow because what what they're doing is, is that under the name of Christianity, under the name of Christ, un- under the endorsement of, of foolish Christian leaders, we're telling the world that Trump is our guy and what he's doing to you, that the shooting in the mosque, I mean, in, in the um. And the synagogues, yeah. and yeah. all these things we're doing to these different people, um, all this hatred is coming from actually from white supremacy under the name of the Christian right. This is going to come back to us, and they don't care whether you're black, white. Christians are going to be Christians to them. They don't know anything about our denomination. They don't know about the, the separation between Protestant and Catholic, and mm-hmm. evangelical and, and independent and free will. They don't know about all that. All they know is Christians harm them under the banner of the Christian flag, and they will come back and do the same thing to, to us that was done to them. Wow. Listen, and and when people people come to me and say, well, uh, this young man wrote me the other day um, after the the synagogue shooting, Melania Trump came on there. She tweeted something. And and, and I was so upset. I said, my response was, shut up. Go talk to your husband. Well, this young man came to me and said, well, what you said to her was not very Christian. Very Christian? First of all, what very Christian look like? when jesus called herod a fox when when jesus when jesus um went in the temple and turned over tables and the 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 myriad of things that he did that the religious right did not agree with was he acting christian Mm -hmm. we got to stand up and we got to be bold i'm not saying i'm not saying we 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 can't be violent that's not what we call to the spirit that's in us is not violent but the spirit that's in us is bold and it tells the truth and it says listen this is not us yeah And for those of you who are listening, if you're not a Christian or if you walk away from the faith, let me help you out with something. I don't agree with anything that they're doing. I don't find it in my Bible. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I won't call myself a scholar, but I say this. I I know a lot of stuff in the scriptures. I've been reading for a long time and the junk they're doing and the junk they're endorsing, I don't see it anywhere in our written, in our holy writ. It's not there.
0: Nope. It's not there. It's not there. And so uh, you you mentioned something that I wanted to talk about, and that is what happened uh, a little over a week ago at the uh, Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. Uh, We saw that 11 people were killed as they were having a service. They were praying and having a normal religious service, and a man went in and opened fire. Uh, The president... His response was, This would not have happened if there was better security there, if there was an armed guard, etc. And so it does lead us to ask this question. We saw back in 2015 uh, the shooting that happened in uh, South Carolina. And um, I do know that at larger churches, you know, there are whole security teams to perhaps look at this. But here's kind of the question Does the church and places of worship need more security.
1: Yeah, you know, Gerard, well, let me talk about our church. First of all, from early on, um, my mindset has been um, to protect the saints. So when people come to church, if you come to church at our church, there will be a police cruiser Mm-hmm. And we will have the police armed, but that's not the one you should be careful of. You should be careful of the mothers that got that got guns in their purses. Oh my! And, and, yeah, we got so many. Listen, I'm, I don't, and I don't blame the saints. Mm-hmm. I mean, the saints, the saints come to church and they packing. I mean, I don't mind. I don't blame them. But I think when you start saying that that your church or uh, is is more secure if you have more armed guards, consider this: there were three police officers at the synagogue who were shot. Trained law enforcement officers who got shot. Mm-hmm. If the issue is not um, the issue is not arming yourself. You have to understand something. I spent eleven years in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I had my MOS was was um support, but you have to understand something. I trained for eleven years on the M sixteen A two rifle, which is now the modern AR fifteen, a version of it. When I tell you that thing is a killing machine. Wow. It, it is designed for for massive casualty on a battlefield. You, if, you're not, if you listen to me, man. If you don't understand that weapon, it, it, um, let me put it to you like this: It can kill you from 300 meters. It's, it's not. This is not a joke weapon.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: And when you and, and when you shoot a person up close with that thing, it's gonna do some damage. If your police officers don't have the similar weapon, um, if, if the people that you hire for security are not carrying AR-15s, you you're outgunned already. Wow. Okay, and w- when I say this, my, my concern about this about it's not look at the look at the, the mass shootings that are happening. Ain't nobody coming in with no nine millimeter or no, or, no, or thirty eight special. They right, they're right. coming in with this AR-15. That is a killing machine. Mm-hmm. It's designed to kill. The, the ricochet will kill you. So, so so no, I, I, my heart about this whole thing is that's not the way you solve the problem. We have armed uh, officers at our church on duty and off duty. We have them there, but that's not the solution. The solution is you've got to take that weapon off the street. I was, Gerard, I'm going to tell you something. I went into, a, 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 it's since closed down, but we had a, a, a store here called Gander Mountain okay Okay. Uh, they sell outdoor stuff hunting stuff and i went in there one day i was going to buy my uh, my wife a, a, a pistol and take it to the range and teach her how to use it whatever and, and when i went in there i was shocked wow. when i looked in the gun counter and saw a fully laid out um ar-15 banana clip um f- for extra uh, extra 30 rounds i was freaked out i was like oh my god i said i called a guy over i said are you selling this to civilians and he said yeah i said wow. how old do you have to be he said 18 an 18-year-old wow. without any training could get his hand on a military-grade assault rifle. That it took me—it took me three months to learn to use. Wow. This weapon is so is so advanced and so accurate that that if you if you shoot and miss, you can align it with a thing called Kentucky windage. You can you can you can just check for what you're missing and just adjust your 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 shot, and it will kill people every time. What? No, this is this weapon ain't no joke, and and our, and back in the military, the biggest problem we had with it, it would jam from time to time. But but they have they've ironed out those kinks, so you go in there to the shooting spree, it's not going to jam till it runs out of bullets. Wow! And if you have an extra, what's called a banana clip, that, that that gives you an extra, I think, 15, 20 rounds, whatever. Um, you can you can you have more firepower than than most of the units have on a battlefield. Jesus. And these Republicans know this and they, that's what God, that's why that's that's what alarmed me. They know this. The pastors know this. The, 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 um, these people who are backing the GOP with this foolishness, they are not ignorant to this. Wow. Oh, this
0: this is alarming and it's alarming because, you know, you just I, I don't understand what circumstance any civilian would need a weapon like that.
1: No, there's no way, man. There's no way. First of all, they say they're teaching their kids to hunt. No, you're teaching your kids to kill people. Clearly. Because you can't, listen, if you shoot a deer with that thing, (laughs) you know, obliterate it. There's nothing (laughs) to take home. Gerard, I don't know if you saw the news report on this, but there was an FBI agent that was kind of giving the... uh, media briefing from this uh, synagogue shooting and he said in his 22 years of FBI service he's never seen a crime scene so gruesome what in 22 years oh my I'm here lord. to tell you man it's, it's not a joke that thing is no joke
0: oh my lord I,
1: ugh. Uh, and and this
0: here is again why voting and being involved is so important and yes we should pray but we've we've got to do more uh, or am I imagining that?
1: <laughs> no, listen. This, is, this this is why I think this is why I mean, this is for real. Um, the vote, this election cycle, it is in my lifetime the most important election cycle I've ever lived through. Wow. We used to say we we used to say it all the time. We used to say, "Oh man, this is a very important election." No, this is the most important one mm-hmm. because there has to be a balance of. It has to be checks and balances, and I pr- I would pray, and I want to say this that the, even the um, even the Democratic senators and congressmen that are elected, and governors, and and it's not just on the national; it's the local elections also. Right, right. This is going to be the first time that I am intentionally voting a straight ticket. Wow! Because of the ideologies that's out there, and 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 what's critical about it is um, this election. Um, It it speaks to the balance of power and I hope these people who are elected understand that I don't expect you to only Only vote on the party line when you get in I expect you to be wise. I expect you to go in there, understanding what's at stake. That some of the stuff that, that that's on the progressive side, side is not in the best interest of the nation, and I'll say ninety percent of the stuff that's on the on the um the conservative side is not even considered conservative. It's crazy. It's it's racist. It's misogynistic and xenophobic. And 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 even listen, I'll be honest with you, I don't understand homosexuality, mm-hmm. but these are people, man. Right. We have we have, a, we have a fiduciary responsibility to make sure that all Americans are taken care of absolutely it is not the government's job to, to um to deal with these people concerning what what their struggle is or even what their identity is or even what they, what they trying to, what they're trying to make normal it's the church we have that responsibility we were sent with the gospel the gospel is the power of God and only the power of God can change a person from within right right. We've got to stop doing this. We got—we're we, lazy. The, the conservative movement is lazy. We're trying to put the responsibility of the church on the government. Mm-hmm. The government is on his shoulders, on our Lord's shoulders, and he's his thing is like, man, get me in the game. He wants to be led in the game. Right. We got to stop this, you know. And and, and for those of you who say, man, man, Pastor Randy is wound up. Yes, I am. This is is listen. And for these young people that's listening to me, listen to me. What's going to change the world? Yeah, you, you can you, you need to get involved in, in government in politics you do but you can't go in with the same mentality right you you can't just be civil rights savvy you can't just be be on social justice savvy you can't just have a sociology degree you have to go into this thing with the spirit of the Lord you have to you have to be anointed for this you have to go in and, and, and yielding to God and to his plan and to his way mm-hmm. knowing that that what he wants is better.
0: Oh, this is the kind of conversation that's absolutely necessary, and I hope that those of you who are listening uh, will extend this conversation to wherever you are in your homes, your workplace, and even in your churches, uh, because it's the type of legitimate, down-to-earth social conversation that's necessary as we deal with our current standing in the world. So we're hoping that uh, on election day, you will certainly make the choice to vote. If you voted early, thank you. Um, If not, you know the day to do it. Tuesday's the day. Get out there, vote. Do not, I repeat, do not decide to stay home and pray. Pray and vote because listen, that is what's listen, necessary and, and mm. you
1: could listen you could wear your you could wear your bonnet your 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 house. You can wear your robe or pajamas. I don't care how you go out there. You can go out there on a scooter, a gurney. You, listen. listen, you could you could ride a lawnmower there. Matter of fact, you could set up at a tent city like you like you're at a, a, a tailgate party, but vote. And if the lines are going to be long. That's what that's the part of the their voter suppression. Mm-hmm. It may be cold out there. Take a coat. Take you some snacks. Right. Um, a ha- go with a buddy so you could, they can hold your place in line. You you go use the bathroom, whatever you need to do. But right. don't let them deter you from voting. This is an evil that we're seeing in the earth right now in our nation.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And so we're really looking forward to uh, what happens. And certainly we'll be watching and we'll be talking about uh, the aftermath of that for sure. But uh, certainly we want to hear your thoughts on today's episode. So certainly be sure to reach out to us using the hashtags on course or heart to heart that's h-a-r-t the number two h-e-a-r-t and uh, we may mention your comment in a future episode certainly be sure to share this podcast with your friends and loved ones rate it subscribe to it download it share it with a friend on itunes and google play and join us next time as we get on course with heart ramsey